everyone. I am super excited to be here. This is actually my third live podcast festival and it the scene has really grown. I am super, super glad um, that it's still running and I am so happy to see that all of the new podcasters here as well. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Sarah. I am a certified sex coach and educator and I help people like you get better in bed which is incidentally the name of my podcast so i started better in bed to normalize the conversations we were having around sex because i grew up in a very conservative asian upbringing and talking about sex was totally taboo so I really wanted to change that. And on the podcast so far, we have tackled many taboo topics ranging from masturbation to open relationships to female ejaculation, which brings me to today's topic, which is better sex with the pelvic floor. And for that, I want to introduce my lovely guest today. She is a pelvic health physiotherapist. And her name is Trista Chan, and she's from Hong Kong, and she works with Joint Dynamics. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> so, Trista, tell us a little bit more. What is... ready. <laughs> <laughs> what is the pelvic floor, and what role does it play in our sex lives? Yeah, I think, like, so for pelvic floor, a lot of people will probably know that pelvic floor, okay, it's a grip of muscle, it's probably at the bottom, like, close to our sexual organs, but actually, pelvic floor is not just one big muscle, it's actually a group of muscle that giving you a lot of different functions, okay? So, when you think about in female, we have our pelvic floor, in the surface, so close to your vagina. And then we have a deeper layer, which is like a sling underneath your uterus to support your bladder, your rectum, and also your uterus, okay? And for men, for some reason, quite a lot of men out there think that they don't have pelvic floor muscles. So again, this is not just for female, mm -hmm. it's for male as well. And actually, it plays a really, really, really big role in the, your sexual life, okay? So for, in general, for pelvic floor, we have two main functions. One is relaxation and one is contraction. So we know that our pelvic floor contract to give us support around our, to stop us from peeing, to like support our pelvic organ. But what is most importantly to sex mm -hmm. is to allow you to ejaculate achieve a better orgasm. So when your pelvic floor is contracted, for men, it stops your blood from backflow of your penis so you can maintain that erection and hence have a better sort of um, orgasm. I'm not orgasm, men doesn't call it orgasm. What does men call it? Mm, men, men have <laughs> orgasms too. I'm pretty Sorry. sure. Last I, time I, I mean, checked. Women's health a bit more, but men's health is still quite a, quite a distant topic to me. Although I do like them, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
And then for female, so we know the contraction again, although we don't have a penis, but actually our pelvic floor stops the blood flow to like backflow from our clitoris. So our clitoris do erect as well. So that's again allow us to have a better orgasm. And on the other hand, when our pelvic floor relaxes, which is really, really important, especially for female, because, you know, you have heard a lot of people saying that, oh, my God, like, having sex is quite painful. It's actually not because that there's any sort of, like, scratches around the area. It's mm. actually just because your pelvic floor doesn't know how to relax. And you're not, al like, you're not allowing the whatever you want to put in there to go in there. So, yeah. So, there's a re really, really big function to allow your pelvic floor to relax, to let either your toys or your partner's penis, anything to get in there. Oh, so, so awesome. So pelvic floors really make intercourse better. They make sex feel better in terms of sensations. It helps men last longer, have better erections, and also helps to avoid painful sex. So many reasons for us to have like more awareness around the pelvic floor. One thing I, I learned in sort of studying some of the ancient sexual practices um, like Tantra, which have been around for like hundreds uh, of years, is that they actually also use pelvic floor um, exercises to help to build the kundalini energy or like the, the sexual energy. So that's also important from a more spiritual perspective. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I also want to say, I mean, I also work with a lot of clients in terms of obviously some of the emotional side of their pelvic floor and the impact that they have on their sex lives. And a lot of times when they do have some of the issues that are caused by pelvic floor dysfunction, it does really have a big impact on their sexual confidence. So that's, got, I guess, also some of the emotional yeah. And impact. I feel like you're really right. It's almost like it's coming into a loop. If you feel like your sexual function is affected by a pelvic floor, mm -hmm. and in your head, when you're having sex, you're not really enjoying it because mm -hmm. at the back of your mind, you'd be like, oh my God, this is not right. There's something wrong is happening. And it actually feeds back into your story. Just like earlier, there's one guest think about your perception about things. It's like if you have in your head that this is not functioning and it's going to stop functioning. Yeah. So, yeah. It can disconnect you from the whole exactly, sexual experience. Exactly. Yep. So tell us more also about just the general health benefits of the pelvic floor. Yeah. So um, a lot of people probably have heard about like Kegel exercises or something like this. So anything sort of like get our pelvic floor stronger. So in terms of like having a strong pelvic floor, for female, the main function is really to help you to like sort of control, even for men as well, to like avoid incontinence. So either it's urinary, so stop yourself from peeing, or even fetal when you stop yourself from like holding your sort of fart or your stool in your rectum. So this is one quite, I know there's a lot of poo and like <laughs> urine going on. I'm so sorry. I know it's late at night. Yeah. And so there's one main thing that a lot of people have heard about what pelvic floor does. But actually, other than that, in the, in the men's point of view, there's actually something called a heart flaccid syndrome. So you're being hard and flaccid at the same time, basically. At the same time, you can mm. be hard and flaccid at the same yeah, time. So, <laughs> so, so let me elaborate a bit more. So it's basically a same um, and condition that the pelvic floor doesn't like, uh, it's not really coordinated. So sometimes it, it wants to like sort of contract and being very tight while you want it to really, like, relax. Or sometimes you want it to get really tight, but at the same time, they don't have the function to contract the muscle to create that sort of like strong muscle, sort of like a tightness to yeah. create that blood flow into the uh, penis to create erection. 
So for these people, because of the neurovascular sort of um, dysfunction, it's causing the penis a bit, might have a bit of coldness, a bit of numbness, and just in general, just cause the whole sensation a bit different. Mm -hmm. And with men like this, they have, they have quite a lot of problem having the spontaneous erection when they needed to, mm -hmm. or to be able to pee, to relax that pelvic floor muscle to pee. So because mm -hmm. it's just very, just like, not coordinated, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound very co yeah. coordinated to yeah. be By hard way, and flaccid at the same exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. Doesn't know what it's yeah. doing. Yeah, and a lot of people <laughs> think that that like pelvic floor muscle is not a muscle for some reason, mm -hmm. but actually it just like so work like other muscle. It contract and like sort of have some coordination. You need to be able to do that contraction and relaxation to achieve whatever you want to do. So yeah, interesting. So you know, you mentioned uh, a little bit a while ago. You said that you know it tends to be the women who are more aware of their pelvic floor, and especially in my experience as well, the women that I've talked to who know about pelvic floor tend to be the ones that have gone through childbirth. But then other women that I speak to, and even some men, um, they don't really have that much awareness. But shouldn't pelvic floor health be really be for everybody? Yeah, I totally agree. I think the reason why there's a lot of people know more about pelvic floor issue post-birth is actually there's a lot more public educations. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you go see your gynae after you're giving birth, they're just like, okay, do your pelvic floor muscle exercises. It's going to do you good. Basically, that's all they know. They just know that, okay, I have to do more pelvic floor muscle exercises or Kegel. But actually, I see a lot of different, like, female, personally, I don't see men, but my colleague does. <laughs> so female... It, they literally range from like when they are first like teenager, they just started to be active in sex mm -hmm. or up to like when women said who is in the menopause, they are having problem with basically during menopause, the flexibility of the muscle has gone down or the coordination again has gone down. So when they're having sex, they don't enjoy it as much as before because the estrogen level has gone down. The flexibility doesn't allow them to have a very comfortable sex. And for people who is a bit younger, they might have a bit of nervousness, have a bit more high tone in the pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, that means that their muscle is really, really tight and they don't know how to relax. Mm -hmm. And again, that's give them sexual pain, which causes them a lot of problem. I see. Yeah. Okay. So it, what you're saying is that it's equally important to have the pelvic floor both contract and relax in sort of equal measures. Yeah, 100%. I mean, everyone is different. Some people might have a very lax muscle mm -hmm. or a very, like, a true weakness muscle. Yeah. Then for those people, it would be a lot better for them to do a bit more Kegel. Mm -hmm. But then for people who actually have very, very tight muscle, you don't want them to do too many Kegel because the more that you do it, the harder they get. And that's not going to solve the problem. Right, okay. So it's more of an individualized approach. 100%. Yeah. But let's talk about Kegels. <laughs> <laughs> because um, in the 1940s, by the way, uh, just the origin of Kegels, Dr. Kegel, uh, of which it's named after, initially created them as a series of exercises to help women with incontinence issues after childbirth. But as a side effect, what he noticed after these women went through the program was that they actually reported having better sex and orgasms as a result of doing these sort of incontinence exercises and therefore that's the link between sex and the pelvic floor so why don't you just maybe tell us a little bit more about kegels 
Yeah. So um, I don't know how many of you have actually done kegels here, but I think it's actually a lot of people do it wrongly、mm-hmm. rather than correctly. So a lot of people might thinking that squeezing their bottom. Is、yeah. actually doing kegel, but actually you're just training your bum to be bigger. That's it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Or sometimes you can see people that whenever you ask them to contract their pelvic floor, you can see their legs start to shaking like this. <laughs> They're actually just squeezing the inner thigh muscle rather than the actual true like pelvic floor squeeze. So this is the main most common sort of like mistake that people usually do. But then,、um, yeah. So this is like the main、yeah. problem that usually people like have done it wrong. Right. And that's why、um, later. On me and Sarah would like to teach you guys how to do it right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But why don't we just talk through the theory、okay. first、yeah. oh, before we、I、get everybody <laughs> to do it with、yeah. us?、Um, well, maybe just quick show of hands since we're live today. Who here is actually familiar with Kegels and has done one? Oh, okay. So actually, a few people, but not that many, and most of them women.、Um, women.、Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is going to be a very interesting experience for all of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay. Well, why don't you just maybe tell us,、yeah. um, everyone, just what the proper way、yeah. of doing a kegel yeah. is, yeah. and then、yeah. we will. How about our startup web? Just、mm. kind of let you guys. Feel around the muscle and see where it is. Okay, so now I just want everyone to put their feet on the floor flat. <laughs> All right. So as I said before, a lot of people tend to think that the pelvic floor muscle is a big grip of muscle. Just, I mean, it's、uh, just one single muscle, but actually, it's a big grip of muscle. For mi- women, it's go from your two sit bones. So now, actually, with men as well, just have a like. Swing your wand and see if you can feel your sit bone. So you can see if you have two sit bones. I hope everyone have two sit bones. <laughs> yeah, you can feel it. All right. And now I want you to sort of kind of rock back and forth. Okay. So when you walk forward for female, you should be able to feel your pubic bone or just the bone right under your clitoris. And then when you rock back, you should feel your sort of tailbone area. Okay. And now I just want you to find the midpoints of it. All right, and now just do a couple of breathing, taking a deep breath in and out, and just trying to have everything relaxing down. And again, take a deep breath in and out and relax. Okay, and now I'm just gonna go for the female version of it first. And now just think about this is like a little diamond shape here. You got your two sit bone, your clitoris, and your tailbone. Right in the middle, in between your vagina and your anus, there's an area called perineal body. And thinking about just slowly lifting your perineal body up, almost as if you're going to stop yourself from peeing or farting. Yeah, farting. Yeah. All but, right. But it's more like. You're lifting your fart back into、yeah. your body, though, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly.、Because、and holding that's it. What you're saying, just like, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like you're on a date, and it's really important you can't let it come loud, okay? Right. All right. Okay. All right. And for men, it's slightly different. All right. So for men, really beautiful men, you、right. don't just fart. And I'm just gonna get really graphic, so you can like, so imagine it a bit. All right. So again, you got that sort of diamond shape, and now I want you to think about lifting your nut. <laughs> to your guts, all right. Nuts to the guts. Or just thinking about lifting your whole package <laughs> up towards your guts. If this is a bit easier, right? All right. If that doesn't really work for you, you're just saying like,、mm, 
it's not really there. What should I do? Okay. So that's another one. Just thinking about your penis as a turtle. Okay. And there is your turtle head there. You want to scoop the turtle head in. Just lifting it and like suck the turtle head in. It's, it's hard not go. to... I want to take a breath almost. I want to hold yeah, my breath exactly. when I'm doing that. Exactly. So, so that's another thing that yeah. a lot of people just find it hard. Yeah. And for in general, you would think that like every single muscle, you never hold your breath or do a muscle contraction like statically, all right? So it's actually really important to incorporate your breathing pattern in. Right. So you want to think about taking a deep breath in to expand your belly, breathing out to lift and relax. How does everything do? Anyone going like this? All right, if you're ever doing this, you're not doing a pelvic floor. All right, so again, that's just your bum. You're going to have a really nice bum bum tomorrow, but not your pelvic floor, okay? So really try to sort of like isolate that glute muscle. So this is your bum muscle. And just really think about, even though it's just going to be really gentle, just think about slowly lifting it up. Even though the range is very small, everything needs to start and you can just stay there. And so when you're breathing, when you lift it up, are you taking a deep breath in as well and then just yeah. breathing or just breathing normally? Yeah. I think it really depends on the person. So for someone who pelvic floor is quite strong, quite mm -hmm. normal, mm -hmm. they should be able to lift and hold the muscle mm -hmm. and then breathe at the same time. But for okay. people that who might have like for whatever reason, their pelvic floor might be a bit sort of like weaker then you probably would find it hard to sort of hold and then like subdue sort of your breathing. So you can just do breathing and then contract and then breathing and then contract. I see. Yeah. Okay, well, now everyone got that? Mm -hmm. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're all going to do it together. So um, we have a mini competition here. Yeah, <laughs> so we can all work our kegels together. Um, yeah. And why don't you lead us with that? Yeah. So now we're going to have a competition, okay? So we're just going to get everyone to contract their pelvic floor. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to count from 10 to 1, okay? And then you can, in your head, you don't have to let me know. That's completely personal. Just see how long you can hold your pelvic floor contraction for, okay? So I'm going to guide through every, everyone to do it. So now just thinking about that four points again. And take a deep breath in to expand your belly. And breathing out and lift. And 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one and thinking about completely relaxing it letting it go so this is also really really important so if you're not allowed to relax tonight in bed you're not going to be happy <laughs> <laughs> well that was very good and nobody passed out so i think that's a really good <laughs> sign um so how many kegels would we do in a day let's say yeah. if you're so, starting out yeah to be really honest like the research out there which is from quite long time ago they want you to do a thousand, two thousand a day, and I oh think to be goodness. honest, oh my that goodness. is that is quite a lot. But at the same time, Kegel exercise is not the only thing that we can do to strengthen our pelvic floor. So general physical exercise, putting a bit more loading on your pelvic floor with a different kind of so for example jumping exercise i'm not saying that jumping is the only thing but then or like even like weight lifting exercise being able to maintain that like sort of um lifting motion while like sort of um holding onto your heavier is going to train your pelvic floor as well and again um just a disclaimer if you have any problem 
if you find that doing more Kegel actually make your problem worse, then go find some medical help. It's that because sometimes it could Absolutely. be because your muscle is too tight and causing you problem. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've actually seen, um, <laughs> I mean, on Instagram, they, they have these women who lift these like bowling balls with their... <laughs> with their pelvic floor muscles and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, do you actually recommend weights? Yeah. That's not what you mean by weightlifting, yeah, right? Weight, weightlifting <laughs> is different kind of weightlifting. Right. But actually, they do have vagina weightlifting, mm -hmm. but obviously that's not competition for how much you can lift with your vagina. Right. But then in terms of like the like tiny weights that we can actually put it in our um, vagina, and those weight exercises, I don't think it's for everyone, but it's, for, uh, it's really good for someone that who have a true weakness in their pelvic floor and want to load up the muscle a bit more to be able to like sort of squeeze that muscle or get the muscle stronger yeah yeah okay but it also sounds like in, you need to take a very individual approach yeah, because yeah, not yeah. everybody needs to do kegels and and strengthen yeah, it yeah 100 right i think there's like in terms of pelvic health everyone is different pelvic health and everyone health it's just like general health everyone have the problem from a different sort of reason. So it's really important that you sort of have a specific program to train up your pelvic floor to sort out whatever problem that you have and enhance and like improve the um, your concern and your problem. Right. So yeah. would you recommend any tools to use then um, if I was strengthening my pelvic floor at home? Um, I think to be honest, just doing it at home on your own is good enough. <laughs> or there's some sort of um, apps out there that you can download on app store. There's it's called contraction or how many contraction they can do in a minute. Or they can like sort of show you a program on. You just follow whenever they say beep, you go beep, and then you just go. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes they go right. beep, 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 and you just have to go, 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 go. So yeah. yeah. So there's definitely like a lot of different sort of like right. program out there to help you. Right. But again, it should be more individualized and to help you go a bit like stronger. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and and we didn't get the, did you say the, the number to start with? Because you said not a thousand or two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what, what would be a good number to say, start with? I would say, I think, I think the best way to do it is like literally taking five minutes out is actually quite boring. Just sit there and think about your pelvic floor. Mm. So just think about, just incorporate it into your daily life. Like when you're waiting for the kettle to boil, just do a few of them. Yes. And if you're in a really boring meeting with your boss, you're just like, okay, pelvic floor time. <laughs> yeah. Or even like so with pelvic floor, the best thing about it is that like you can do it anywhere and no one knows. You can do it in sitting, standing, you can lying down. Even when you're having sex, you might be able to do a few of them. Just squeeze it in. Oh, Sorry, i got no time to do it. Squeeze when, it in. Actually, when you're having sex is a great time to actually do a pelvic floor exactly, contraction exactly. because it does help to increase the sensations yeah, yeah. Um, for partners as well. Exactly. Sometimes. So, tighter pelvic floor, better sex. Yeah. Okay, well, so thank you everyone for being such a wonderful yeah. audience. Um, <laughs> do check out the Better in Bed podcast if you like informative and intimate conversations just like this one. I hope we've inspired you to strengthen your pelvic floor and have better sex. And I'm sending you out into the night with lots of kundalini <laughs> sexual energy. Go forth and <laughs> have a great night. Thank you. Thank you.